The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It's the 26th of July, 2012, two minutes after two in the east. Uh, I imagine two minutes after 11 in the west. And uh, we got a full show today. It's uh, just going to be Dave and I talking about stuff, but man, do we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got ourselves a second round of Panda updates. Um, uh, I got a rant coming up, and it's all about Internet Explorer 7, 8, and 9. Um... Twitter was down earlier today. That really messed up a whole bunch of people. There's questions about whether fan, whether Facebook should be leaving a fan page to the uh, guy who did the, the shooting in Aurora, Colorado last week or whether they should remove it. And a whole host of other stuff to talk about. Um, Dave, where do, where, where do you want to dive in? Uh, personally, I want to start with Panda because I think that people are kind of concerned about these, 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 these bear attacks we've been seeing. Okay, let's uh, let's let's go that route. Where there's just a variety of different openings that we can launch. That you, I, I think you have something in mind. Well, <laughs> why don't I let you begin this time? And uh, well, according we'll, we'll to Barry, according to Barry Schwartz, um, Rusty Brick, Mister uh, Search Engine Roundtable, um, and the uh, the editor in chief of uh, Search Engine Land, according to Rusty Brick. Or, or, or Barry Schwartz, uh, again, a, a notable expert in such things. There's yet another round of Panda out there. Um, the bear attacks have begun again. <laughs> now, I haven't seen it on any of my sites. I haven't seen, uh, I mean, like, believe me, some of the sites I'm working on have their own host of issues, but Panda is not one of them. Um, but I thought it's a good time to go over what we know about Panda. Um, and how webmasters might want to react and think about, um, you know, changes they see happening in their rankings or, uh, you know, sudden loss of rankings or, you know, just loss of traffic. Is it due to Panda? Is it not due to Panda? How would you assess it? I just want to, I just want to jump into that for the, for the first part of the show. Sounds good. That's a great place to start. Well, I guess, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open with a question. Um, and this is an open-ended question to you and to other webmasters who, who might be in the chat room or uh, might want to send us a, uh, a note via um, Facebook or via, via Twitter. Um, have you been, have you or any of your sites, do you or anybody you know, ever been attacked by a panda? Yes. <laughs> okay. just, some, just some clear honesty there on uh, on that one. Um, the the short answer will be yes. Um, and in some cases, Panda has you know worked to to websites' benefits. Um, and in some cases, Panda has worked. I guess it, where it's worked to the benefit is it it nailed a bunch of people that were were above. Um, or 
um, you know, cases where Panda has actually resulted in, you know, those those always unfortunate to see red arrows pointing down on the ranking reports. Uh, um, and the one thing that is, is interesting about Panda versus, say, um, you know, the unnatural links or things like that is, is it's a much more, and I'm sure you've witnessed the same, and, and well, I guess you, you'd noted, not in this round have you seen it, but... Um, with the with the links one, it seemed very very much focused on a per keyword, right? If you were trying to abuse this keyword, you know those keywords went down. Um, and whereas Panda, as, as you know, um, seems to produce results that are far broader, right? You may not hit like you know mine, you know, going from you know position three out of the top two hundred altogether. Um, you know, you may only go down a page or so, but it's across the board kind of, uh, kind of thing. At least that's what we're witnessing. I know different webmasters are seeing different things, uh, but that is one of the, one of the things that we have noticed is when it's a Panda issue, we start to see, um, you know, not as dramatic drops or increases, but much more thorough across the entire website and all their keywords. All of them tend to move, um, you know, in in unison with each other, and the ranking reports start to reflect it. An overall site health increase or decrease, um, whereas the unnatural links ones tended to be much more focused on individual phrases, where we'd see you know two or three phrases that would um, skyrocket or tank, whereas um, you know, but but other ones would hold steady. So it, it, it's a different thing, but it, it does let you know you can sort of see from your ranking reports and whatnot what's going on and, and wh- is this panda or I mean, at the end of the or, day though there is also the case of it could be some other thing right I mean right now we're going is it panda or is it you know is it unnatural links I all of a sudden get a call I mean we had a, a call from a client uh, or who was a client of ours you know a couple of years ago and, and then left and, and used another SEO um, and then came back going I've been hit by you know the unnatural links where you know all of it the, the chaos is raining we look and it's like, nope, it, it wasn't. It's just that the links that were built sucked. <laughs> you weren't hit with any penalty. Just a bunch of your crappy links just got devalued. But it wasn't a penalty per se. Google just went, this is all crap and took, the, took any waiting away. Although, although okay, it can be argued that if they were being rewarded for crap yesterday and they're no longer being rewarded for crap, that is, in fact, from where they're sitting, a penalty. Yeah, and I, I, I do try and explain it in that context, but more, you know, from our perspective, when we're trying to figure out, okay, now, how do we react to this from those sort of scenarios? And I'm sure you've hit them, too. I get to treat that much more of a, okay, let's look at this like you're a brand new client coming to us, and this is where you're sitting, right? Where, where there isn't the same, okay, you know, Google knows you've been doing bad crap, and now we have to try and show them that you're good again. That In that instance. In the instance where it's just a devaluation of some things, you can sort of look at it and go, okay, well, you're not hit with a penalty. We just we need to figure out how to get you from page two to position two, not how do we now show Google that you can be trusted, that you'll play nice with the other websites and um, that sort of thing. So reaction is different, but you're right. From a client's perspective, they don't care. They watch their analytics and their traffic tanked. Well, That's all they care about. Here's an example I want to pull. This this is a client that our our company actually didn't take. Um, we 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 had a prospective client, um, and it's actually just the last couple of days I made the decision that we don't want to take this client. Um, they eight months ago they went out and they had uh, purchased a link acquisition service. Okay. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know where the story is going already. But for the <laughs> listeners who don't know where the story is going, I shall continue. They went and they purchased themselves a link acquisition service. 
Okay, well, you know, lots of people did that, and lots of people got rewarded well for that. They come to us, their, their, their engagement with the link acquisition service ends, and they've in fact lowered in ranking rather than, than increased in ranking. They come to us, and we do a quick website audit for them. Um, we, you know, any any uh, client that comes to us has to have a, an audit done first, just so we know what the ground looks like. And we discover this mess, just just horrible mess of bunky links. Like, um, you know, in in this case, the acquisition service did not do uh, did not do the job they were supposed to do. They did a harmful job instead. He dropped in rankings really quickly. I think I know what we can do to, to, to help out, but um, you know, there's a there's a cost effective. There's a point where it's just not cost effective, right? And unfortunately, this 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 client can't afford what I think it's going to cost to fix his problem. Now, the reason I told that story is I want to differentiate between the two updates that are happening. One of them, and this seems to be the uh, one that's easier to work with, although it has a larger effect, is the Panda update. That's the one that um, is targeting content. And since there's so many websites out there that, that are using canned content, you know, the kind, of, the kind of content you'd find on, say, 5,000 other e-com sites describing the exact same product, um, mm-hmm. or, say, like real estate sites, there's only so many ways to describe any you know, certain area, and they all tend to draw from the same descriptors. Um, I know I'm being polite. Um, <laughs> those sites are getting hammered by Panda. Sites like that that, that have really low quality content. The um, you know those um, .ly newspapers that are out there now, where they're yeah. they're just uh, wow. Apparently, we sound like there's a punching bag being hit, and I think the studio wants to take a break to reset that. <laughs> okay, I was gonna, I'm just going to get this point done, then we're going to take a break. Um, so there's Panda, that seems to be attacking content, and then there's Penguin, which is pecking away at uh, links. So Penguin seem to be more associated with links and, you know, with, with link networks, with link neighborhoods, with, with whom you are connected to. And pandas seem to be more about um, what's on your page, where you're drawing it from, and the relevancy um, of it to the, the keywords you're targeting and to the gajillion other pages that are carrying similar, maybe not the same, but similar content. Um, okay. Uh, the studio is now calling, calling me Muhammad Ali, um, and he's, uh, Brasco in the studio is about to accuse me of being punched in the head too many times just to get it. He wants us to take a break so uh, we can reset and get rid of the thumping sound. So, friends, we're taking an early break here on Webcology. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, joined by Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. Stick around. A thumpless Webcology coming back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Join the thousands of search and social media marketers at one of the largest events of the year, SES San Francisco 2012, August 13th through the 17th. Learn more at sesconference.com. SES San Francisco 2012 kicks off three days of sessions with a keynote presentation by Google digital marketing evangelist Avinash Kaushik speaking about business optimization in a digital age. Check out daily Meet the Expert roundtables where you can take part in intimate and informative discussions with industry icons. 
and over 70 sessions, a crowded expo floor, on-site training at the Click Z Academy, the big search engine watch eliminator, goodbye, and webmasterradio.fm search bash, and you'll have SES San Francisco 2012, August 13th through the 17th. Register for SES San Francisco 2012 today by clicking on the banner ads from the webmasterradio.fm website or go now to SESconference.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrands with a Z for eBrands. Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm. The flamethrower. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. You're the host, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. So, Dave, quick question, and I, you touched on this earlier when you uh, said that uh, Panda gave incremental drops in ranking, while Penguin gave like a radical free fall in ranking. How else would you differentiate? Like you see, you see those downward red arrows, red arrows in your uh, ranking reports, or you see some weirdness in webmaster tools. How would you differentiate between the the, the two present issues that, that that we in the community know know is happening? Well, I mean, it, it's always a, a, a sort of funny situation, right? Because if you stop and you think, like if you if you think about what they're trying to do with Panda, and you think about what they're trying to do with penguins. Who knows what the next animal from the zoo they're going to pick is. But if you think about what the, the, the functions of these things are and, and the way that SEOs, and I'm going to use the word manipulate, and it's, it's as good a word as any way, the way we're trying to manipulate content or links um, in the various ways and, and to what end we're trying to utilize each of the two things, the effect that you would see at the end is actually pretty clear. Like you, you, you could almost ahead of any given update, I mean, with, with some, you know, little fuzziness because who you know things go a little weird with any update i mean i hear it's it's a little difficult to build a search engine right so you tweak you know function y and you know function b is going to act up a little bit or something like that so but if you think about what you're trying to manipulate 
when you're doing anything, and I use the word manipulate, I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way, right? I don't mean it like in a, in a horrendous way, but when you're adding content to your site, when you're blogging, when you're doing this, you're trying to, to basically add either content to attract additional keywords or stick time or this or that. But when you look at the aspects of your site that you're, or, or the aspects of your algorithm and traffic that you're trying to, to manipulate when you're, when you're using each of these, be it links or content, it would actually become pretty clear what you could expect as an effect if they penalize that area, right? So if you sort of try and think about what you're doing and you think, okay, well, if a penalty was going to come up and it was going to affect this area of things, and you ask yourself the sort of standard checklist you should be asking yourself, am I doing this right? Am I adding value? But And, and if the answer to any of the standard questions you should ask yourself is no, i.e., you're not adding value or you're not adding good content, or as you called it, and, and a, you know, an issue that many, many online resellers face um, is, you know, and I'm drawing the same descriptions <laughs> for, as, you know, that a thousand other websites are drawing. Um, if you looked at that and went, okay, if I took a penalty in this area, how would it affect me? Like, if Google decided to devalue um, the description of my content simply because it's it's the exact same description that exists on, you know, a thousand other websites, how would this impact my analytics? How would this impact my rankings? The results of these updates is actually quite predictable, right? If you went, now they're going to, I've got 10,000 pages, all but is duplicated content, and, and now Google's going to decide that, no, crazy, but the original source of these listings, the, the actual manufacturer, is going to be the one that we're going to reward um, with this content, and nobody else is going to rank for it. Yeah, you're going to see this across the board kind of kind of penalty uh, assigned to you, right? All of a sudden, thousands of pages. Your overall analytics is going to tank. You're going to take hits across the board. Um, you're going to get all these pages devalued. The internal linking structure of your site, I mean, devalue page X, it's linked to, to your home page is, is now going to be dropped a little bit. Like, it, it's going to impact site-wide the entire thing. Whereas if Google starts focusing in on links and goes, we're looking for unnatural links, um, and they decide, you know, and we know this, one of their signals is, you know, if we see them punching through and 80% of their links are all the same anchor text pointing to the same page on their site, that's that's not natural. We're going to give them the penalty. It's going to be a very, very focused penalty. It's this anchor text doesn't make sense to this page or it's over-optimized for this page. It may make sense, but it's over-optimized. The penalty is going to be a very, very fixed um, type of penalty that's going to pass. And so prob it, probably keyword uh, keyword associated too. Well, and that's the thing, and so that's what we've been able to sort of see with ranking reports as they're coming out or clients coming to us. I mean, we, you know, we're, we're not taking clients right now, but, um, you know, we get a lot of requests, and we look through, and a lot of them come through if I got hit by Panda or I got hit by, and a lot of people just use the word Panda because it's the one they've heard, but that wasn't actually the one they got hit with, right? They got hit by Penguin, but they, they don't know, and, and fair enough. That's, you know, I, I don't know how to do plastic surgery, right? That doesn't mean that I'm more or less intelligent than, you know, our clients who are plastic surgeons, right? So... Um, but, I mean, at the end of the day, when you're looking at things, you can go, okay, this this is exactly it. This is what we've got to do. You know, and you can look through their analytics, and you can see, okay, you did X. You know, it is links. It's it's related to these. We need to get rid of those. We need to, you know, submit re-inclusion requests. We need, you know, all of this sort of stuff. Um, and, and just on a point, actually, and, and I'm going give to give kudos here just to get slightly off topic, but on a, on a related note, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tip my hat to our, our friends over at Google. Now, this happened a little while ago, but just fantastic, is the ability to, to, to use Google, well, I guess Drive, not Docs, but um, to, to submit.
internet, your spreadsheets. <laughs> like to just be able to go and here's you know cause oh you're, yeah you're, yeah instead of having to make like this big xml production out of them yeah, well, exactly to just go here it's here i mean it's it's a google property right i mean <laughs> why should we have to go elsewhere so you know hat tip to google for that one that that sure made things a lot easier um and a lot more private right well you know and, and you know what somebody should honest to goodness somebody should write up a methodology on that yeah actually that's like, a good point <laughs> that would make it. That would make a great article, and it would be extremely helpful to a lot of webmasters who, um, you know, I mean, sitemaps, XML sitemaps. Like, oh my god, I hate them. No, I love them. They're, they're an extraordinary tool, but I hate making them. One thing I would really, yeah, they are. You know, I and I agree. There's there's tools out there to sort of help, but you still got to go through their manual. Right? Well, and, uh, you know, how often do you want to refresh? Uh, you know, like you have to set that. Right. Well, that's that's it. And if I mean, yeah, I think we we both face the same headaches and there's automatic tools for that, too. But that's only if you trust them to also decide what the priority of your pages is automatically and all that sort of thing. There's problems with all of them. But uh, one thing and, you know, if anybody's from from Google's listening, please, please, I'm sure you're already on this. I'm sure you've heard this a 100 times. But in in relation to these re-inclusion and in reaction, not not really to Panda, but but to Penguins, which isn't really the subject of what we're talking about right now. But we'll go off on a I'm going to take us off on a little tangent. Um, When Bing came out with the ability to, to say, here's the links I don't want you to count. (laughs) <laughs> a couple weeks ago, uh, right through Webmaster Tools. I mean, how helpful would that be for SEOs who are trying to help people who've had penalties inflicted on them? Um, you know, sometimes not by, most of the time, not by their own accord, more often you know, than I'd like to say. Sometimes clients do weird stuff on their own. I'm sure you've seen that too, where you're like, what did you just do? Um, uh, yeah, I'm kind of experiencing it right now, actually. That's a different thing altogether. <laughs> The rankings weren't increasing fast enough, so I decided to buy, oh, God. <laughs> um, but the ability to go in there and go, just these don't count, right, would be fantastic. And, and Google really, you, you got to follow Bing's lead on that. I can't believe I, was, I just said it that way. But, um, yeah, they need to follow Bing's lead and just make things easier for webmasters and, and, and SEOs and website owners to actually address this issue straight, quick, easy, and just go, here's all the things that we did wrong. Just don't count any of them. <laughs> just, just count nothing, and, and I promise we'll play nice. You know, they if the same site did it again, yeah, off you go. But on a one-off, I think that'd be a be a really good move on their part. Um, so you I, know, I know. I, sorry, go you ahead. know what else Google should do? What's that? Like, but it occurs to me that you were talking about you know just putting putting your spreadsheet up in G Drive and 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 mapping to it that way. Um, and my stomach immediately said that had to be a Marissa Mayer idea. So <laughs> before it's too late, and it probably is, grab her old waistband and gra- all those crumpled up pieces of paper, don't throw them out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a very valid point. Um, so now what <laughs> – that's great advice, actually. I- I'm sure they have somebody scanning it all into – anyway. Um so, I mean, anything that on um, on your end that you've seen that that sort of is is indicative of things, either or either positive or negative. Like I know our our site specifically actually had some telltale signs of some interesting positive effects um, from these well, updates. But I'm interested to hear your tales. Well, I mean, let's let's keep in mind this is sort of a zero sum game. Um, there's there's ten top ten positions. If you're not in it, somebody else is. If you mm-hmm. slip from it, somebody will replace it. If somebody slips from it, you might replace them. It's a zero-sum game. Um, 
We've seen advances, absolutely. Some of our clients have totally seen advances. Um, one, of, one of which I'm actually surprised about because we're, we're only about a third of the way into the project, into, into this, this, this mega project that we're doing for, for, for a, a, a large Canadian firm. Um, and how, how to say this without saying too much, because again, we're only a third of the way through the project. Um, I'm already seeing top 10 placements under a variety of, I'd say mid to highly competitive keyword phrases. Not, not the highest competitive phrases, of course, but they're, they're you know, mid-level, mid-level competition easily um, in the financial services area. And uh, the interesting thing is because we're making um, a number of pages that, quote, Canadian law around um, you know topics like like bankruptcy or uh, filing for bankruptcy you know and mm-hmm. so if you have four cities in this in the same province state or province um, then the laws will be the same for those four cities but they might be different for cities in another state or province you know as, um, as every state or province deals with with you know personal financial or bankruptcy issues mm-hmm. because the laws are the same. And because you know we're, we're we're in making these websites, we're actually giving people financial advice. We can't stray very far. We can't. We there's not a lot of creative writing we can do on these pages. But we release them all into the ecosystem anyway. Um, not messing around with robot text. Not messing around with um, um, rel equals. Uh, you know nothing like that. Just. Throwing them out there in the ecosystem, and they're being rewarded. And this shouldn't be happening exactly, <laughs> but it should because we've been absurdly careful to make sure that all the information we're giving is specific to whatever city or provincial jurisdiction we're writing to. And so if you, you know, remember that Google's job is to return the best possible, best possible results to the query, mm-hmm. to the user's query, even though we're using what, we, what is basically evergreen duplicate content across uh, a number of pages, across what's becoming a network of websites, mm-hmm. there is absolute relevance for everything we're doing, and that's the number one Google rule. Above everything else is absolute relevance to topical content and then to area, to users who might be pulling this information up. And I think that's how, that's how to solve Panda. Because uh, I, I have this other client. Uh, I've, I've mentioned this client a number of times before. They sell bath, and ki- bath kitchen, and bathroom fixtures. Um, you know, they have like 500 lines of bathtubs. Well, I mean, after the 30th, but after you've written about the 30th bathtub, I mean, seriously, it holds water. It's big. Um, it's often quite warm, except when there's no water in it, in which case it's empty. I mean, what do you write? You know? Um, and so, again, we fall back into grabbing stuff from the manufacturer brands themselves. You know, and why, why do you think all these e-com websites have what appears to be canned content? Because that's what the manufacturer have been, manufacturers have been supplying to them. Much like if you're to walk through any department store and you look at the tags beside the items where they describe the height, the width, the shape. I'm, I'm thinking of like a, a 
walking through um, a department store in the in the section that sells beds, right? You know, a queen size, a king size, um, a single bed. They all have distinct measurements, and those will all be mentioned on the little card that shows the price beside every item. You don't really think that the that the department store has somebody measuring this and they're making up their own signs. All that, all that information comes from the manufacturers. And it just gets transposed in the, in the, as, they, as they figure out where the stock is on the floor. It gets transposed to signs. Similarly, with e-com sites, a whole whack load of information comes from the manufacturers that immediately goes up to every website selling that product. And this is the beef I've got with Google. You can't penalize that kind of content because there's no possible way there's no it, – it's not financially feasible for some of the larger e-com sites to have fresh content for every piece. It's not. It's just it's not financially feasible. You're right, but your devil's advocate here, I, I, I can't believe it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step up and defend the search engines here. For That's right, man. Standardization <laughs> all the way, Dave. Conrad, <laughs> Dave. Go for it, brother. Um, I mean, the, the, the thing that I, I find is inherent in, in me as a searcher. Um, if I was looking at, and there's times where I see content like that should be penalized, there's times when I think it shouldn't, and it's keyword specific. Um, and I think this is what Google's trying to do. If I look up, say, a specific model of a specific brand of bathtub, for example, like just to, to, to go to your example, good chance if I'm doing that, I am just looking for either the core of the information or I know exactly what I want to buy and I'm trying to look for a place to buy it from that I trust. Now, in a case like that, I would say, hey, fair enough. Um, they can have this, this duplicated canned content because good chance they're just looking for that canned content. And if they're not, their backup uh, query is actually geared at just looking at which site do I trust to actually give my money to. So fair enough. You, you, that would be a situation where having this this type of canned content wouldn't work to me as a searcher's disadvantage. If you can add reviews and stuff, even better. But you okay, know, a lot you know of what? them. Hold it. You're hitting on importance. Here's our action item noise again. You're hitting on how to deal with it. Like your reviews. Directly. Yeah, you're direct. As an example, you're. It, I wanted to get to this in a couple seconds, but dude, go for it now. You're hitting on exactly how to deal with it. Well, that is, you know, and I'll, I'll go aside. I'm going to actually continue on a slightly different, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. Because you're right, this, I mean, action items are important. But the time, at, at the same time, in defense of Google, and here's where I defend Google and Bing for their actions right now, is if I'm just looking up Sealy mattresses. Right. For, for example, I mean, you know, number one should be Celia or, or whatever, not to you know, advertise them specifically. But uh, and then I if all of a sudden I'm going to get the other nine results on that first page after the, the manufacturer is a bunch of just regurgitated content with exactly the same sets of information. That's not what I'm looking for now. Or when I start looking up just mattresses, that's not. I don't just want this same and here's, you know, a list of specs on it straight from the manufacturer and it's on all 10 results. That's all of a sudden not what I want. So I think it's a tough spot for Google to be in where they're trying to look at specific queries and go, in this case, this type of content is fine because what they're looking for is a trusted resource to purchase it from. And from there, they could then start 
um, dictating which sites should rank higher based on you know stick time, page views, conversion. You know where, where it's the actual interaction with the website that counts. Um, but if I you know I as a searcher, if I you know see the ten sites and I'm just looking up something generic like mattresses or even Sealy mattresses, getting to branded but still you know fairly generic. You know I I might have no idea. I just know you know my dad mentioned Sealy and you know as a good mattress. I don't know anything else. If if the ten pages that I get are all this same regurgitated content that's pulled directly from the manufacturer and dumped on a page, that you're doesn't getting, help me. Yeah, you're getting no useful information. None uh, at all. Well, this, and this points to a big problem the search engines themselves have in figuring out user intent. Using uh, Sealy Mattresses as an example, um, in the course of my day, I use search engines quite a bit to do research. You know, mm-hmm. to, to, to figure out what the next, what the salient point of the next sentence is supposed to be. I have never in my life, and I can't imagine writing a well-written essay on the benefits of a Sealy mattress. I just don't see myself doing that. I don't see Sealy being used for research purposes as much as I see it being used um, to make a purchase decision. So you might want a little bit of information on Sealy mattresses, the benefits of Sealy mattresses, how the mattress is built, um, the uh, spring count or whatever the heck they would – whatever the people use to measure the quality of said mattress. Um, you know where I come from. It's, it's there beer, beer spilt on it or not. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but for some people, they actually care about how comfortable they are. Um, I don't think there's a lot of research uh, about the history of the Sealy Mattress Company. I mean, there's only so many things you can say about this mattress this is, that is of actual use to the majority of searchers based on why the heck they're looking for Sealy in the first place. Well, you, you bring up a really, a really, really valid point there. And, and you know what? It comes back to your friend of mine, Terry Van Horn, and, and the conversation we'd had on Panda, you know, going way back to, to Toronto, uh, like to, to SES Toronto. But, um, you know, this idea that not for not everything do I want Wikipedia. You know, eHow got nailed, but if I want to look up a bake, how to bake a potato, that's exactly where I want to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'd go to like all recipes or something, but I just want Cole's notes me five, you know, five steps to bake a potato. Do I salt it? Do I not? Do I just there just give it to me i don't need the history of potatoes in idaho and how they got there i don't need wikipedia here <laughs> okay <laughs> and need- so and i'm i'm so glad you brought up mr webmaster t terry van horn and i do hope he's listening because this is going to piss him off <laughs> <laughs> and i'll tell you why i think we're talking about and we did you know until you mentioned terry it didn't occur to me but we're actually talking about the reason for schema.org <laughs> I knew where you were going with that. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of obvious, eh? <laughs> like, seriously. It's all about informing the search engine. And yeah. it occurs to me, why is somebody going to Sealy looking for Sealy mattress? Maybe they do want to write a research essay on it, though d- damned if I know why. Um, but I'm the, right now I'm Google. How the, I only know what they've done before. And what the majority of other people do when looking for this keyword phrase. But I don't know what that person actually wants. I just have to make a lot of really well-educated assumptions. And this is the benefit of informing the search engine that this page is about X, Y, and Z. While this other page is about X, Y, and Z. 
You see what I did there? Huh? Nah, I um, see what you did there. Well pretty done. Pretty smart, huh? Pretty clever. <laughs> um, relatively the same information expressed slightly differently. Um, and again, that's, what, that's the benefit of using um, tags like schema. We're talking again how to deal with Panda, how to deal with, uh, well, not so much Penguin in this case, but how to deal with Panda, you know, like how to differentiate your content against people who are describing the exact same things. Um, this is one of the ways. And in a game of inches, this might get you a mile. You know what? And I think you, you, you brought up exactly the point. Right, like exactly, and I know you and I have stood on decks discussing ways to get point one percent, that sort of thing. Um, I, I think, and 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 correct me if I'm wrong. I think this is a great time to take a break, and we will come back with reviews and 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 how to gain those fractions of percentages over your competitors um, you in a world where we're all yeah. This is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. We'll be back uh, or with Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. Uh, <laughs> here on Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. We'll be back with your action points in just a couple minutes. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of Internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Open your windows for a breath of fresh air. WebmasterRadio.fm And hey, Mac, we're here for you too. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. The following WebmasterRadio.fm program is being presented to you live. Click on the chat tab of our homepage right now or log on to www.webmasterradio.fm forward slash chat dot html. 
so you can continue to listen to our program while interacting with our guests, hosts, and listeners just like you. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is Thursday, the 26th of July, 2012, and we it's talking panda and panda recovery. How do you recover from another round of bear attacks? Well, we were just about to jump in and we had to go to break because that's just the ugly reality of commercial radio. Um and it always happens that way. Eh? Just as you get really excited, it's time to go to break. Uh, <laughs> So well, you know, it, sometimes it may be for the best, force us to calm down, think for a minute, and move on. Indeed. So I got this big site, and it's got all this relatively duplicate content on it. Um, I'm doing all the right things, you know. I'm not not over abusing anchor text, and I'm using schema where schema is necessary. And I've got this massive XML sitemap, which just might as well be a Google Drive stock now that I know I can do that. <laughs> and I'm still losing ranking because every other massive website doing exactly the same things I am doing um, you know, is out there as well. So mm-hmm. what do I got to do to make my massive website slightly better than theirs? Always a great question, isn't it? Especially when you're you're fighting that battle of essentially duplicated content right and and you called it on the on the mattresses example right we've got weight is this dimensions are this you know what more do i need to know what more is there uh well there's the money there's a satisfaction money back guarantee but you know prove it (laughs) right and that's probably a big uh, image icon so that's not even really in there as a counter um Um, i come from it something to do with beers filled on the mattress (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but you know what we we touched on it earlier, and 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 you like the point, and and I think it is you know it's an example among many, um, and it's it's one of the toughest to do. But we we started by touching on reviews, um, going back a few minutes in our conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean they're they're going to be hard to get in in a massive site. I mean not hard to get on a one off, but you know if you got nine thousand products in there, you know some of which are just like I got to carry them because I got to carry them, but who's going to actually review this blue widget, right? Like this this weird, obscure obsec- accessory to something that I purchased or this or that, right? The, you buy it, it works great. I, I'm not pleasantly surprised. It's it's a bolt. <laughs> it's, it's supposed to work. I'm not going to go, go, yeah, it fretted on that. Not just great. Um, you know, so you're going to have some problems with some, but over the whole of your site, something like a review or something like videos or something like basically something that differentiates you from the rest, and, and the thing to me is, if it differentiates me from the rest from a search engine standpoint, because really at the end of the day, we may be doing this for search engines, but when the search engine, because we've, we've talked a bunch of times on the show about the fractions of percents we're dealing with, let's not just take the crawl, Google seeing this additional content, let's take the extra five-second stick time on the site. Uh, Let's take the the increase in conversions and go, when the user's looking through, and I punched in, you know, I don't even know if this is a model number, but, you know, Sealy Mattress XYZ123, right? That that won't be a model number, but I've actually punched that in. When I'm going through the freaking 10 sites, they're going to, you know, be about this. One will be the Sealy site, and then the rest will be, you know, 
um, whatever comes, you know, whatever comes in that's probably just regurgitating this content on this on this specific mattress. Um, when I'm visiting all of these, how am I going to make my decision? They're all the same. <laughs> like I've got these ten that are fundamentally the same. That's fine. That matches more or less my my core query because what I'm looking for is the place to buy it. But I hit this site and it has reviews and it has like a video and it has, you know, whatever, just some additional nice, some extra images on the page, right? From from different angles or or whatever. Um, adding these things in may be the indicator to me, and it, and it often is, um, where all is equal and this one's just a little bit more equal than others. At its core, it's the same information, <laughs> but However, you know, there's, there's one extra review and a few nicer images. Well, they put and, that time in. And you've thrown up a video which, which gives you a tie-in to YouTube. And you know, maybe you've, <laughs> if you've got a video, you're very likely uh, using that video in Google, in, uh, Google Plus or over on Facebook, which is dry, driving more traffic from areas with much larger link footprints than yours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're, I know. You're, you're sending much stronger signals. To Google. Well, you're right. And I think something that's really important for webmasters to understand, and I have to remind myself of this sometimes, is that it is all relative to who you are and what you're competing against, right? Because we look at, at a lot of these things and it's like, well, how, you know, you've got massive properties like Wikipedia or Google themselves or YouTube and this and that. And it's like, well, how do you compete with that? You don't. You're selling mattresses. Right. <laughs> like, you're, you're not competing with these people. You don't need the same, the same sort of thing. You may be in a lower competition. You're a lawyer in, you know, middle of nowhere, Texas, right? Or, or whatever, right? Like it, it's not the same thing. So trying to weigh off and go, what do I need to do? In the case of trying to sell mattresses nationally online, I mean, <laughs> poor example, because that'd be a, I don't know how many people would just buy a mattress outside, you know, without lying down on it. But, um, you know, for, for, for an instance like that, it, it's a little bit different, but you're compete. You have to look at what your competitors are doing and then think, it, it's a crazy notion, but think about your visitors. When you're trying to think of how you can differentiate, think about your visitors and how can you, what can you add in there that will just make it, as we call it, like 0.1% better, because that may be the 0.1 that leads to a 50% increase in conversions over the other people. It may not lead to 50% well, on your site, but 50% higher um, than the others. So Another thing worth mentioning, um, you, you mentioned the national size e-com site, and um, one of the tricks I've found in working with national size e-coms is using uh, both Google Analytics and Webmaster Tools, you're going to find that you rank better in some places in some states than others. Uh, I mean, there's the, the great trifecta, New York, Florida, and California. If you're ranking well in New York, Florida, and California... Um, I'm telling you, the 47 other states are, they matter. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, they matter. But if you're ranking well in, in New York, Florida, and California, you're selling product. Yeah. You are totally selling product. So you look, so you, you look where you're ranking well. You look, you know, it seemed like a toy at first, but the geographical distribution of visitors is actually really important because it allows you to target specific markets. Where you're doing doing really really well, like earlier you said, um, you're talking about the, the 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 lawyer in small town Texas trying to trying to think on the scale of Wikipedia. You don't compete with them, but you do compete with everybody in the areas that you're relevant to, right? And so, target, well, 
And and I often try and think of who is it that's beating like we, we enter into competitions for people, and I'm sure you've done this too, where Wikipedia is the number one result, right? Or or a site very, very much like it. Um, and then you have to look at the query type and go, is it information-based? So is that person going to click or, or see the Wikipedia or, or click through to it and stop? I mean, if it is an information-based query, there's a good chance they'll, they'll look a little further down, but they're not getting to number seven, right? They're, they're looking up information on how to, you know, the history of potato imports into Idaho, right? Or like whatever, or, or exports from it. But, um, you know, if you're, if you're um, trying to take a look at... Um, you know, sort of something a, a, a little more, a little more specific, a little more action oriented. Like I, I'm looking up an insurance based phrase or something, but not just insurance. Like I might be looking it up, but I'm looking for an action item type, you know, personal liability insurance or, or something like that. Uh, if a Wikipedia result is going to be ahead of me, that's probably okay, right? Like if something's got better than another lawyer, if something's, if I've got to be number two, that's what I want ahead of me. Yeah. <laughs> It just occurred to me, and this is like a major leap, but this could be a, a webcology prediction item. Mm -hmm. I wonder if Google has ever thought about structuring information in the way that the searcher actually learns about what they're looking for before looking for it. <laughs> you know, someone does a, uh, a search, say, on global warming and global warming science. Wouldn't it be really cool if Google actually outlined the science first before putting up all the pro and con pages? I don't know. That, you know what? In that example, I think that would be and, – and, and here's why I think Google probably won't do something like that because that would be a very, very dangerous thing for them to do. Um, right? Because how do you do that in a unbiased kind of way. Um, oh, I don't know. Maybe by going with 98% of the scientists in the world right. are talking about science. I mean, we're, you know, where's, where's the bias? I don't know. We're, we're looking at that one specifically, but you, you know, and they could, you know, if, if they actually want to have engineers sit down and actually customize point by point, which one there it's going to be. There are a few things that are more cut and dried. For instance, uh, 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 road signs. Those yes. are pretty standard around the world. You know, they, minor deviations, but they're pretty standard. Right. Um, bad example, perhaps. But insurance is a good example. What is insurance? You're going to get life insurance and policy. You're going to get liability insurance. Well, what is liability insurance exactly? I remember when I remember the first business I had, first public business was a cyber cafe, and we had to get third party liability insurance. And like you know, I'm tw I was 24 years old or something. So this word third party liability insurance is this big. Like, oh my god. We need $3 million in case somebody falls down the stairs, which is pretty much what that means. I, w I, I was not making an informed choice. I was just going because it was one of the things I had to tick off on my list of stuff to do to open my business. Right. Um, but mind you, that was actually before there was an application where you could actually look for this kind of stuff. <laughs> Now we do have that. But you're right. I mean, in cases like that, it may serve, right? Just like I'm looking up, you know, some sort of you know, third-party liability insurance. About, you know, a quick definition of what it is and then a, a list of, you know, the, the resources. That's well, interesting. I, perhaps this is what Google's trying to do. Um, so I'm spacing the name of the, of the, of the uh, search engine results page switch. That brought, so what was it? What kind of – what do they call it? Structured data? The – Stuff that's now coming up on the right when you do a search for right. like a common name, a person, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, what the hell are they calling that? I thought it was structured date, but that's what I've been calling it. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> well, perhaps perhaps it is the term. It just seems like a. a this is why this is why Google can't have really nice things anymore. They come up with these terrible marketing terms, you know, um, <laughs> and that's probably because Marissa's gone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she checked out months ago, obviously. Okay, we're down to our last minutes. Um, before we go, I, I got to get this out there because I know they're listening. Yo, guys at Microsoft. Get off your bloody high horse and start using open source stuff in your browsers because I'm sick of the IE789 bug issues. I'm tired of it. I'm working on a 120-page oh, – I'm sorry, 120-site network, and we're going through our third round of templates because of your damn IE issues. I'm really mad about this, Dave. I mean, I, no. I, I can't oh. tell. <laughs> so I'm talking with my developer the other day, and he's like, "Well, we've um, we've 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 managed to fix this back to IE5. Do you think we should go back any further?" And I'm like, "Dude, you know what? These people really do have financial problems if they're going back further than IE5." <laughs> oh my god! So anyway, Internet Explorer, please, the guy, the people working on the Internet Explorer browser, please. Do what Safari did. Do what like 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 Chrome did. Do what Firefox did. Use use the beautiful little Mozilla open source open source kernel, please. Hell, do what Opera did and write your own, but just do it right. <laughs> Sick of this shit. Oh my god. Oh, it's, it's maddening, Dave. It's maddening. I know. I you know it's maddening. You just made a part that uh, poor Brasco has to bleep out for the uh, uh, <laughs> for the iTunes upload. Oh come on! Even the censors at Apple will understand that one. <laughs> they hate they hate IE too. <laughs> um, no, I'm losing money because of this, and it pisses me off. Fair enough. You know, in their defense, they're probably losing money out of this too. Oh, I, I, I didn't. Didn't their web services division write down a couple a couple billion dollars last week? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. this is why, guys. <laughs> Second smartest kids in the room, and you still can't figure it out. <laughs> okay. Enough Microsoft bashing. Enough. Enough of all that. I think this was actually a very helpful show, especially if you're Microsoft and you needed to hear it. This has been a very helpful show. Uh, but we got to go. Um, on behalf of Dave Davies at Beanstalk SEO, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Uh, you've been listening to Webcology <laughs> on webmasterradio.fm. Stick around, friends. Great stuff coming up with the network. We're going to be here next week to have some more fun. We love you. Be well. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm.